Hi, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is crazy that it's already the seventh episode, I think. Maybe eighth, I'm not really sure. But yeah, I'm so thankful for everyone's support and I'm so incredibly grateful for everyone's feedback and just response to everything that's been posted so far. I know that this has been a really stressful year for everyone, but all I really want to do is just shed light on situations and kind of talk about growth and personal experiences. So yeah, this episode is all about being in charge of yourself and how in some cases it can be incredibly stressful, while at others it can be incredibly life-affirming. I'm so excited to speak to one of my friends, Valerie, about her experiences throughout her past two years at uni. And yeah, let's just get started and get straight into the episode. Hello? Hi, can you hear me? Hi, yes, I can. Okay, perfect. Yeah, this is Valerie, everybody. Hi everyone, my name is Valerie. I'm currently studying at Royal Holloway and yeah, I'm an international student and I'm also a YouTuber. I think what's so interesting is um, the fact that we both kind of experience the same, the same thing, like being at Royal Holloway doing the International Foundation course and our countries are literally like where we're from like you're from Indonesia I'm from Malaysia like they're like right next to each other so like it's we understand each other and we understand each other's backgrounds and cultures yeah definitely so like how did you feel when you first moved to the UK was it different was it exciting well at first I was obviously sad to be away from my family um yeah um, that didn't last it long. Like as soon as I arrived here, I was pretty much excited for everything. Like new friends, new new unit, like a new place to live. Um, so everything was pretty exciting, and and yeah, um, really enjoyed it to be honest. Yeah, I mean, like being in the UK in general is such a lovely experience. I think especially studying overseas it gives it just gives you like that like new lifestyle it allows you to immerse and like interact with different cultures and just grow and become your own person and I think that's that just shows individuality yeah definitely yeah so like just to just a disclaimer before we start and dive right into everything we are definitely not professionals so like all the advice given is to our knowledge it's down to personal experience it's down to us just having a normal conversation an open conversation especially honest and we're literally just tackling our way through lives through our yeah. lives and like valerie is literally showing sharing her life experience and her life journey so we would really appreciate if you would just keep an open mind and just be very kindly listen to it yeah agreed so yeah, so do you remember how we met and like um, this self journey? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we met um, while I was in first year and you were doing your foundation year. Mm-hmm. And um, 
yeah, uh, that's how we met. And we, I was pretty excited when I saw you first because I don't know, when I see anyone who's Asian, especially those who are from Indonesia or Malaysia, I always get very excited because like we can relate, like same yeah. food. I even remember your mom gave, like she gave you yeah. some sort of thing and you gave it to me and I was like, oh my God, yes. I've been wanting something different in a long time. I think what's so great is that like, especially when it comes to like our culture, like Asian culture, what we love the most is food. <laughs> so anything food related, we're like, oh my God, yes, I love you so much. Yeah. And it's like, it's such a nice culture to have because I think there's a lot of things pitting against, like especially like Malaysian culture, like Indonesian culture. I think like there are a lot of like perceptions made and I think with this podcast, it's going to definitely help like break down those like expectations and assumptions and just give people basically an in-depth like scoop of what it actually is like mm-hmm. to be from where we're from and just like to experience being in the UK. So yeah, let's just get straight into it. So doing a foundation course, how did that impact your life? Um, well, uh, in, like, academically, or? Like, in general, like, everything. Well, I'm glad I did the foundation year, because, um, well, during, during my foundation year, most of the people I met were international students. Um, one of the fears that I had before going to the UK is whether I'm going to be a minority, whether I'm going to be the only Muslim, like, all of these negative thoughts were in my mind but when I like foundation year is like full of international students and the amount of um and I thought that there wouldn't be any Muslims but my number one I like to rank my best friends by the way it's such a bad thing but um my number one best friend that I found is from uh it's from the foundation year and she's from Saudi Mm -hmm. so um yeah like foundation year literally helped me calm myself and like Mm-hmm. I don't know, make me feel like I'm not alone, if that makes right. sense. Yeah, that makes complete sense. I think, in a sense, like, in a way, it's, like, definitely impacted both of our lives because, obviously, being able to study overseas is, like, an incredible life-affirming journey, but as well as um, you basically learn a lot about yourself and you get to reimburse in, like, a different culture. You get to experience, like, living by yourself having responsibility it's like I learn about myself and also the things that like I made assumptions before I went to before I came to the UK if you get what I mean and all of these assumptions are wrong like one of the examples is maybe I don't know like I never thought I will be friends with British people I always have had this negative mindset that I don't know like I wouldn't be capable of doing that like I would just go to the UK and make friends with my own group of people with Indonesians with Asians but turns out I've learned everything I've learned from them is completely wrong like they're really friendly and yeah it just made my mind really open basically I think definitely with being in the UK it gives you kind of it helps like open and like broaden your mindset and it just is a very free fluid environment if you get what I mean in some in some cases like it's just it's definitely fluid and like people are like just being 
very outspoken. Yeah. Because I think for me personally, like being Malaysian, I tended to hide myself and I was very shy and I wasn't very comfortable with like speaking. And like when I met all these people, like obviously like my British friends and everyone from the UK, it, it kind of helped me come out of my shell a bit oh, and, and I become so much confident. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I experienced that as well. I, like I wouldn't be as confident as I am now if I, if I'm still in Indonesia, if you get what I mean, I'm not blaming the country, but it's just, it's just reality. It's a fact that mm -hmm. I wouldn't be like, I will have these anxiety thoughts or like negative thoughts. Like, why are you doing this? What do you want people to think? But going to the UK, I can just be my own self without being judged, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I completely get that. I think that with this whole like journey and this whole like life experience, it's definitely given us the chance to grow up in our own way. And we get to do it as slowly as we can. And I think that's just really amazing. And we're able to like, show it obviously like with social media it's a lot easier to stay connected with your family and you're able to oh yeah definitely communicate with them and i think that's so important especially like with what's happening right now with quarantine i think staying connected is the best possible thing you can do right now because you know you just want to make sure that everyone's okay everyone's safe and like right now you're in the uk and your fam your family's back in um indonesia so like it must be really difficult and like with the time difference and everything yeah to be honest for the time difference it's not really a big problem for me because i sleep like at 5 yeah. a.m anyways mm. yeah no no, no no yeah but yeah keeping in touch is definitely an important thing to do during quarantine i agree with you mm. so how was it staying connected to your friends from your old school who were like across the world and obviously like before you left for the UK I think this is what um a lot of people who have finished like GCSEs finished like A levels and or IB they're always like am I going to stay friends with these people for ages like what's going to happen like am I going to lose connection like what do you think about that in particular well I think um not all of them you know how in high school you have like loads of friends um loads of groups i don't know about you but for me like i have like two groups of best friends from like high school but i think it's because i went all the way to the uk and i'm busy with my life over here as time goes by we just lost contact um mm -hmm. but i'm still in touch like with one of the groups but what i've realized is um the the more I grow older, the like my inner circle gets smaller, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, I completely agree with you there. Yeah, so I don't really have that much friends from Indonesia at the moment. Mm -hmm. And like that's not a bad thing. Like I don't yeah. regret anything. Like it happened, the memories are good. But then again, I've got better friends right now, which I yeah. wouldn't trade I would not trade them for anything because mm -hmm. they're so, so special and they support me every day and um, yeah I think like that's such an incredible point because as like I think people tend to look back in the experiences that they've endured and they're always like 
oh, I wish I did that differently. Like, I hate that I went through that. But you have to look at it as a positive thing because whatever yeah. you've been through is made, has made you a stronger person. It's made you live and you live and you learn and you go through these experiences bettering yourself and just becoming the, the strong individual that you will be in the future. And I think there's a lot of misconception with that. And obviously with our society, it's so hard to, there's that term where you have to fit in. And I think that's a horrible term to use. Like, oh, you should just try and fit in. Like you shouldn't say that to someone. You shouldn't have to even think it. Agreed, agreed, yeah. Just be your own Yeah, person. just be yourself. And that's the thing, because I went to the UK and I've changed into someone new, someone uh, completely different with my past that my high school friends knew. It's difficult to be that person when I'm with them, if you get what I mean. So maybe because of that, we're no longer friends anymore. Um, because I'm a completely different person to what, who I was back then. And I mm -hmm. think that every national per, uh, student who goes to, like, to the UK to study, they will definitely yeah. change and experience reverse culture shock if they go back to their own countries. Yeah, I think when it comes to culture shock in particular, when you experience a new chapter in your life obviously it's going to be very difficult at the beginning but I think as time goes on it definitely sinks in and you start to understand what you're going through but obviously when you go back home things will definitely change like friends will be like wow you've yeah. changed as a person why are you so different but I think you're not not really different you've always had that personality inside you but you probably might have suppressed it because yeah agreed in in this culture especially Asian culture it's so hard to be transparent and honest because I think people are so judgmental and so quick to be like oh why are you doing that like what's wrong with you but it's mm -hmm. just like there's nothing wrong with you like people are all different and we're literally we're human we're, we've That's been made differently we've we we're not carbon copies of each other we're so we're so separate but yeah. that makes us all unique yeah no i completely agree with you that's the thing with i'm not i don't mean to be stereotypical like not every asian person is like this like this but from what i've experienced is like in indonesia like everyone needs to fit in you can't be mm. difficult to be your own self because if you do people are gonna judge you and yeah. that's what I love about the UK because I can just be my own self and not mm -hmm. getting judged with friends but instead them supporting me like whenever yeah. I, like I hadn't like a life crisis where I were well, not a life crisis like a religion crisis where I decided to take off my hijab and my, my yeah. British friends they were like you take it off it's up to you it's your responsibility um but i i will support you whether you want to take it off or not whereas um if i ask my indonesian friends or even my family they would be like no it's a sin you can't do that definitely no what would people think like that's the first thing that my uh one of my family said like what would people think do you get what i mean i think that's such like I feel so horrible saying that, but that's such a common term that I'm so used to hearing. Like, 
what would people think? But it's like, why do you have to care about what other people think when it's about you and how you're doing something? Like your journey, your life does not affect other people. And if that person is letting that affect them and making it apparent to you, like, look at you, you're affecting my life. Like that person is definitely so toxic and something you, someone you shouldn't really be around. And I think it's harder when it comes to family because you love them, you, you care about them. And when they say something like that to you, it's like, oh my gosh, that hurts. Why would you say that? Yeah, yeah, I understand, yeah. I think it's like about keeping a balance and like being able to like keep our lives separate. Like I think, especially for like international students, we definitely have like different lives when we're like overseas and then when we're back home. It's a different lifestyle, it's a different experience and I think people have to um people have to kind of try and understand that because though you may not be the same it's it's a part of you that you haven't shown before it's a part of you that people haven't got to know but people should get to know exactly because because it's self-growth like you're becoming better yeah exactly I think like when you started your when you started your YouTube career, that has mm-hmm. definitely like it was I think what people forget is that YouTubers don't start it for fame. They start it for themselves to keep memories and oh, to yeah. keep something alive so that they can, you know, like hold on to that. And I think that's there's a lot of misconceptions when it comes to YouTube, having a public page. But like, what do you think of all that? Like, have you got like questions being like, did you always want to do this? Like, did you start um, it with like well, these like intentions? Well, my first intention of becoming a YouTuber, um, it is out of a hobby. Like, um, like I've always loved creating content and sharing it or like helping people, if you get what I mean. I didn't have any intention of starting this career so that I can earn money or anything. Basically, I just want to make content or like my number one, like the first goal that I did, like the reason was because so that when I'm old and I can't walk anymore, I can, I get the chance to watch my life, if you get what I mean, but through my YouTube yeah. channel. Um, but yeah, I never actually thought that I will reach this much or like, um, I will earn money if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think that that's so endearing and that's like so life affirming because it's like you're doing it for you. You're not doing it for I'm other not people. But yeah, I'm never. I never did it for other people. Uh, you know mm-hmm. how like um, uh, the stereotype: you're a public figure. You must not do this. Like I don't care. Yeah. I'm at the stage. This is me. This is who I'm showing through my YouTube. You either mm-hmm. if you like it that's good you can subscribe if you don't like who I am then please unsubscribe and don't watch my video um like I don't want to be suppressed my entire life because YouTube is not I don't I don't see it as a career I see it as a hobby and I see Mm -hmm. it too I just want to be my authentic self I want to show people that not all public figures are perfect if you get what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's so it's so like heartbreaking to hear like people like comment on youtubers post being like 
why are you doing that like what's wrong with you like why are you acting like that why are you doing the certain thing like this is your career this is something that you're doing for a job but i think people have to remember that these are real people they're going through life just like you their lives are not like celebrity like a-listers like yes they've definitely got a following yes they've definitely built up this like you could say like persona but at the same time it's just like you're being you you're doing what you're doing for yourself and i think we don't put like our front up to show like our subscribers because like what i realized especially with like your channel you're literally the same i think like <laughs> everyone who follows valerie like who is who's listening to this pod- podcast like seriously like valerie is the exact same person and i think when i see when she t- when she told me about like the comments about like religion and everything that broke my heart because it's like it's just it's so like hurtful it's a very hearing. personal thing it's yeah, a very exactly. personal and rude to like you know get into that content and just being mm-hmm. so judgmental about it and yeah like like again I I literally have nothing to hide on YouTube. Like if you if you see my YouTube channel, sometimes I don't wear makeup because I'm, again I'm at the point where I don't care anymore. I'm gonna show people this is who, yeah. who I am. I'm not gonna hide myself. Um, like literally every single thing on my YouTube hasn't been fake. Um, there is a moment <laughs> in my life where I was fake. Um, I think it was uh, where I decided to take off my hijab and not. I think I take I took it off for like a good six months, but people didn't know and I. I can't live with myself like because people picture me as the perfect Muslim as like wow this person but I don't feel like I deserve those compliments so I decided to take it off um, and from from that point on I just want to be who I am regardless if I take mm-hmm. off my hijab one day if I stay wearing it one day I, I am doing it for me not for my subscribers yeah. or anyone else I feel like these people who are watching your videos or watching anyone else's videos, I think like obviously it's so sweet and it's so nice to have that support system, but as well as like you have to realize that like what you say, horrible things that you might say to these people will hurt them. And whatever you comment, even out of like a bunch of comments, they will still see your comment and they will still be hurt because it comes down to the fact that they are being themselves they are choosing to put they're choosing to post these videos just to like show themselves like look at what yeah. I can do like this is so exciting I'm enjoying my hobby I'm enjoying my life right now I'm posting about it because I want to share this with my family with my friends like it's such a fun thing to do it's not about impressing these people who think oh, I can say this. This is okay. Exactly. And especially when I've made videos, I've edited them, I've uploaded, like, for example, something about, um, like, my life at university, for example. And when I read a comment, like, it's not related to what I made in the first place. Like, they're maybe they're commenting my turban style. And I'm like, out of all things, you, like, why do you have to comment on that? You get what I mean? Yeah. 
people are so quick to comment really strange things and they point out peculiar things that you don't even notice and you that's not what the this is not like what it's about yeah it's like you post a video and they're like what are you doing with your your hair what are you doing with your face like it's just like I mean it wasn't something that I was so like focused on I was focused on more what I was talking about like I think you're not really understanding what what this video is you're not really understanding what I'm trying to do exactly yeah do you think that a lot of people are really with this society there's so many assumptions and so many expectations especially when it comes to holding up a front with being an Indonesian being a Muslim do you feel like there's like an immense amount of pressure to to be a certain way especially for family um yeah that's that's the thing that i've been trying to learn within myself lately i know there's always like the pressure of oh you're um you're in this category you're representing this category you better follow the guidelines you better follow the rules like oh you're a muslim you have to do this you have to pray like it's quite it can be pressuring on some people that's why for me personally you can't just like if you you can't just make yourself you can't push yourself uh to fulfill all of those because at the end of the day you're only human like if you're mm. muslim okay you don't have to follow all of these if you're a vegetarian if you want to eat meat one day go ahead like you can't keep pressuring yourself um because at the end of the day you're only human that's why my bio on my instagram and my motto in life is you're not defined as one definition if you get what mm-hmm. i mean like like for yeah. example all the stereotypes oh he's british so he's he definitely drinks alcohol but that's not correct not all british people drink alcohol yeah. my own shelby she doesn't drink alcohol at all that's why that's how i live my life right now mm-hmm. and um try not to pressure myself within this category because people are again different yeah the certain stereotypes that people place against especially mm-hmm. like people with different races people with different cultures and it's like oh my gosh you, if you don't understand it don't talk about it don't say these things and if you're going to just assume then why do you bother doing that i think when it comes to people like giving their opinions people giving them judgments about certain aspects there is a limit there is you need to be very careful because it's like people are just trying to like grow and like live through life and be happy and i think what is wrong with this society nowadays is that people can be very free with their speech but also it can turn into hate speech it can turn into an attack onto someone and it's it can break a person down and i feel like with religion and especially like cultural backlash like these two are so strong and i think these two topics are very controversial because there are so many people and so many stories that people go through especially dealing with this certain thing and i think being able to talk about it openly is incredibly like it's incredibly strong it shows an like immense amount of bravery so like the fact that you're doing this and i like i 
appreciate this so much. Like, seriously. It's fine because I know that I'm not the only one going through this, if you get what I mean. Like, mm -hmm. um, I know there's loads of people going through this, but they just don't show it. That's why I'm here for. Like, I want to show it that, hey, guys, you're not the only one. I'm going through this as well. And yeah. it's okay to just be like this. Yeah, because everyone's human. Everyone goes through emotions. And I think, especially when it comes to this certain period of time of quarantine, like, how have you managed to handle everything? Um, well, I am quite busy revising with exams. But mm -hmm. when I have my free time, I do tend to think deeply and go back to the past. Um, yeah not something that I'm proud of but I am trying to improve it a uh, bit by bit by like going for walks to like a park um, because like right now in the UK you're allowed to have like one like unlimited exercise so that's fine and basically just play games and stay again stay connected with my friends and family and just make peace with myself yeah, I think that's the best way to grow as a person and the fact that you've definitely shown like the immense amount of growth, especially with your YouTube. It basically is a personal journal and it shows your life experiences and like what you've been through. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, one more thing. Um, maybe so that you, for like mental health, I don't think it's a good idea to be looking on your social media all the time during quarantine. Like it's not healthy because you get mm -hmm. to compare with other people and all of this and yeah. it can go a bit dark. Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard because especially with like, this isn't like, I obviously I'm not diminishing this in any way, but fitness is so good. And I think, oh, yeah, it's so hard to really like talk about this because there's so many people like going through like struggles with their like self-esteem and confidence and people are like fitness is good fitness is a way to fix all that those problems but there's there's an underlying problem with that because we're all different we all go through things differently and I think with these um amazing people posting workout videos online and just like things that you can follow while it may work for them it's in it's in, it's literally like up for interpretation it's so easy to just be like follow the certain thing do the certain thing and then you'll be like that like what i hate is how not hate like hate is an incredibly strong word but i think but i find incredibly like detrimental like heartbreaking like destroying is the fact that people are like I have to be some girls have, are like I have to be skinny to be happy that's yeah. just so hurtful and so upsetting because it's like mm -hmm. everybody shape is beautiful every person has an amazing like attribute to life we're all perfect in our own way but we're also imperfect in our own way Yes, exactly. Like, no one's perfect. Just love who you are now. Yeah, and I think that's what people find really hard because there is there are so many things when it comes to 
social media, confidence, mm-hmm. growth, like our life journeys and experiences. And I think being able to talk about it just shows that like you've grown as a person. So that leads me to my last question and the last thing I really want to ask you. Okay. What, what would you tell yourself, your 18-year-old self, moving to the UK, what would you tell her about your life now? Um, I will tell her not to worry as much, but then again, those worries are what got me today. Like, um, to be honest, I have no regrets living life because through those struggles that I went in the past, I became who I am today. Um, but yeah, I would, I would tell my younger self that everything will just turn out fine and you just have to trust whatever plan God has for you. Yeah, and I think that's an amazing way to end off this episode. So thank you again, Valerie. Like, I appreciate this so much. Like, you're such a lovely person to talk to. And I'm really, I'm really hoping that everyone's enjoyed this episode and has gone scoop into what it's really like doing our foundation course, what it's been like for us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thank you so much note. for having me. It's all right. Thank you so much for being a part of it. It's all right. I'll see you soon. Thank you. Bye. See you, Shafika. Bye.